What's up, friends? Welcome to Date to Mate, the show where I try to help you suck less at dating. In today's episode, we're going to talk dating apps and what the ideal online profile looks like. So if this is interesting to you, keep listening and as always, enjoy the show. So today we're talking dating profiles and online dating apps. So I know most of you that are listening have probably dabbled in the online dating space once or twice or maybe a couple times in the past with varying degrees of success. And the main reason why I wanted to make this episode is because I think that just like anything else, there's a fundamental set of rules, guidelines, and behaviors that you can engage in to help yourself become more successful when it comes to navigating this space. The reality is it's 2023, technology is here and it's not going anywhere, right? It's here to stay. So our best asset is being able to optimize and adapt to what's going on with the current state of things and put ourselves in the best position to find love and find relationships. Uh, and I really believe that that comes via online dating. I was reading a statistic the other day. I don't know how accurate it actually is, but uh, it was something along the lines of like 60 to 70% of relationships that happen with people age 35 to like 21 um, nowadays, like are coming via online dating, 60 to 70. So that's like one in three to one in four people uh, that are in a relationship. Um, you know, actually, what am I saying? I can't do math. It's the reverse. It's two out of three or three to four people uh, these days that are doing online dating um, are actually finding partners and that's how they're getting into their relationships. So what's funny about that is, you know, you look at the grand scheme of things, we're all out here hoping that we're going to find someone in the park or we're going to find someone out, you know, at the mall or something like that. If, if people even go to malls these days, I don't, I don't know. But a lot of us have these notions that like true love is just going to find us out in uh, real space. And, you know, 50 years ago, that was definitely more true. And the reason for that is they just didn't have technology. There was no way to get in touch with people. You know, our pools were much smaller. They were locked geographically to where we live, the people that we knew, what friendship circles we engaged in. And that was kind of it. And, you know, everyone pines for the old days where we could go back to how our grandparents or even our parents, if your parents are old enough, uh, met. And, just the reality is like those days have kind of flown away. I mean, sure, you can still meet someone organically in person. I think that there's definitely a place for that, but the numbers don't lie. I mean, nowadays you're better off um, really looking online and trying to find good candidates to date rather than restricting yourself to the mundaneness of trying to go out into you know the broad world and try and meet people just by chance. And that's actually an empowering thing. I know that that might seem kind of weird or scary. And I know that there were a lot of, uh, what's the term, I guess, taboos or um, anxieties, notions around dating online and a lot of embarrassment sometimes about like saying, oh, I have to go and find someone uh, on a profile. I know a lot of us have probably been there uh, on the other side of things, you go to a family party or, you know, you've been, you've been dating someone online that you, you've known now for a couple months and you bring them to a, a party and it's like your grandmother's like, oh, so how did you guys meet? And you're like, kind of scratch your head. And you look to your left, look to your right, and you're like, dating app. And they look at you all bug-eyed because half of them don't even know what a cell phone is, let alone what a dating app is. And it's like, you're speaking Chinese essentially. And it's funny because when you're having those discussions, 
it brings to mind, you know, a couple things that aren't related to dating apps, like, you know, uh, pressure our parents put on us, our grandparents, like family traditions, all of that stuff. But, you know, the crippling family pressures aside, it does bring to mind a funny way of like how as humans, we've just, we commit to these ideas of like, because we've done it this way in the past, that's the way it should always be in the future. And I'm here to tell you that I don't believe in that. Just because something's worked for people in the past doesn't mean that it's got to be the way that you can or should do it in the future. And that whole long-winded tangent is just to say online dating apps can be an awesome place for you to meet high-quality people and start the rest of your life with someone awesome. Uh, Plenty of my friends are together from dating apps, and I think that it's an awesome place to be in, but you should be navigating it correctly, and it's not your fault if you don't know what correctly means. So my job here today is to hopefully help you understand what it means to be successful, how to build a great profile, and ultimately utilize those services for um, the most value that they can add to your life. So I want to start at the beginning with picking the actual um, dating apps themselves and and really going through each and understanding um, what each I think is really built for, the types of people you'll meet, and generally some uh, warnings and cautions around a few of them, Tinder and Bumble, so to speak. So we'll start with there, the OG Tinder. Uh, It's an amazing app for hookups. It was all the craze probably 10, 12 years ago. I don't honestly remember how long it it's been around for. I don't know that information off the top of my head, but I would gather that it's the oldest app that we have. Uh, obviously, there's like Match.com, Plenty of Fish, all those ancient online like desktop type of platforms. But um, And I actually think Match.com ha- has its own dating thing now. And I think even Facebook has one too. But anyways... Back to Tinder and Bubble. You know, Tinder was the OG, uh, the beginning, and I think that Tinder can be fine, but I think it's been memed out of existence at this point. I think generally it has a more negative connotation, and a lot of the numbers there don't lie too. You know, from at least from firsthand experience in my small world, I don't know a ton of people that have found truly long-lasting partners from an app like Tinder. It generally tends to be more of a hookup culture vibe, and if that's your thing. That's cool, but date to mate, we're looking for long-term committed relationships, not so much the hookup bus. So if that's your thing, cool, but we're not really going to be focusing on on Tinder profiles um, today. There's actually one app in particular. I'm sure you'll probably know which one it is because I'm a fangirl, especially if you know me personally, you'll know that I uh, sing this one's praises all the time. But basically, you know, Tinder is going to give you what Tinder is going to give you, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, Bumble, similar thing. I like the notion of Bumble though a little bit better. I do find that the the quality of people there does tend to be a little bit better. People have more altruistic desires and wants and are generally just more decent, I find, than Tinder. But Bumble falls into you know the similar category because it came out around the same time. It was a little bit after. I like the idea that women can uh, approach first or, or they have to swipe on you in order for it to... Um, you know, they have to swipe on you and then they have to make the first move. And that's cool. But I don't think that that system necessarily is perfect. I think it has its flaws. And I, I would say it's definitely the lesser of the popular um, apps. So you, you just might have a smaller pool. Now, turning our attention to the last of the big three, the one that I'm going to spend most of my time on, I'm going to use it as the example. 
Um, actually, before I go there, I will say the, these profile tips and tricks, they'll work for any of the apps, uh, but I'm going to come from it from the framework of, of Hinge. Um, yep, you guessed it. Hinge, I think it is amazing. It's the app designed to be deleted. It fucking works. I'm not a paid sponsor of them. Um, I, I, I really wish, you know, they should sponsor me. They should sponsor my whole damn podcast, especially because I'm engaged to a girl that I met on Hinge. And I know plenty of people, some of my good friends are also Hingers. They found their partner and they're in nice, long, committed relationships. So I am a big fan and I'm not only a fan of it for men, I'm also a huge fan of it for women. And here's why. So when we look at Hinge, first of all, their algorithms are pretty awesome. I don't know if anyone knows this, but it really started as like a app that looked at your Facebook friends and that's how they gave you your recommendations. So if you made a profile back in the day on Hinge, you would be served all of your friends' friends lists group of people. So if I was friends with Alex and Alex was friends with Bianca on Facebook, but I wasn't friends with Bianca, she and I might end up in each other's feeds if we were both on Hinge. So that's an easy way to kind of understand how it used to work. Nowadays, they've broadened it. I don't know if that's still in use. Maybe part of it is, but my understanding is now it's pretty much open to the world. Um, you just have a profile and then you're connected with people in your area based on your criteria. But with Hinge, what I love about it is it, the profiles and the user interface itself are great. I love the way it flows. They've made updates to it, I think. I mean, it's been years since I've been on it and to be quite frank. I probably should have researched before to see what they have now, but I think there's video clips or stuff, which is cool. Uh, but ultimately, the, the fundamental framework of what it is hasn't changed much to my knowledge over time. So a lot of what I'm saying should should work just perfectly. Now with Hinge, you know, I mentioned it's got a nice sexy UI. It's all great. And I just love the combination of photos, information on a person, and prompts. It's a good blend of all the types of things that you would want to know about in order to pre-qualify someone. Now, online dating apps, taking a step back from Hinge just to the broader theme, I think are amazing because, dude, it puts so many extra people in your area, in your orbit, that you just never would have met. Like, my fiance and I would never have met if we did not have Hinge. It's just not from the same place, no mutual friends. Like maybe per chance it could have happened, but like more than likely not. So I really like the notion of Hinge because it puts these awesome candidates in your pool of potential people that you can go out on dates with. But it also allows you to quickly weed through based on some key values and characteristics to make good informed decisions before you actually go out on dates. So when we look at Hinge, I love the fact um, that you can sort of tailor your profile, you can tailor the age, you can really look to understand what is it that I value that I care about, and then you can go out in the wild and make those things happen. So spent 10 minutes now talking up all this stuff, going through the history of dating apps. Let's actually talk about the profiles because I think it's super interesting. So when it comes to Hinge, these are my no holds barred, absolute banger. Like These are the killer tips and the non-negotiables that I think you need to have in your profile if you want to have any hope of getting the kinds of people that you want to get on dates. Put simply, that's the way I think it is. So here's what they are. The first one that I go with is the profile pictures themselves. Critical piece. Now, I know people will say if you're not in the top 10 to 20% of objective attractiveness for males, uh, you know, females, it's a little bit of a broader scale. But if you're not in that upper echelon of guys, there's no hope for you. And I'm here to tell you, deliver you 
from the falsity that that is the way that it is because it is not true. You don't have to be Channing Tatum or Ryan Gosling or any of the other A-list celebrities that we know out in Hollywood to get women to like your profile, to think that you're attractive. You know, I know that social media and, and TV, all of these things in general have made us hyper aware of the most beautiful people on earth. Looking at you, Alex Earl, looking at you, uh, you know, every insert generic TikTok boy fucking, I don't know, what's that other guy's name? I can't even remember. Like the, the part of the whole Charlie, you know, I, I don't even know what that girl's name is. I, I just got TikTok recently, so I don't I don't know. Charlie D'Amelio, that's it. And all those boys that sh- that she would run with in groups for for time and time again. Josh Richards, that was another one I was thinking of. But anyways, you don't have to be those guys in order to get attention from girls. You just need a good, strong, curated profile. So you want to start with the pictures. I always like to include anywhere from three to five. I think that the best way to present yourself is a way that's authentic. So, you know, if you like to fish, you like to play golf, maybe you like to go shopping. I don't know. You can include a photo of you, you know, in action doing something like that. But majority of the photos that you want should be pretty clear, like good quality. They should be you, like how you look currently. Uh, I like a lot of face-ons, candids, but a couple good quality photos, not something that you took on your flip phone in 2008, you know, put the fucking Samsung, the Nokia's away. <laughs> We're looking for good quality pictures. Um, you know, back in the day on Facebook, you used to take those mirror pics like with your your sidekick or your envy. Yeah, don't do that. And no fish either, please. For the love of God, no fish in the profiles. Guys, I'm talking to you. And some of you outdoorsy women as well. Just keep the fish out of the profile. I don't know why we think that that's like a signal that you have a big penis or that like you're good at sex, but put the fish out of your brain. Forget that it ever happened. No one wants to see pictures of you holding it on your dating profile. I promise. But you want to have three to five pics. I always like to do majority solo shots. Maybe if you have a dog or an animal, you can throw one of those in. But you want your first profile picture to be a good, strong shot of yourself, front on, all your good angles. Work it, you know. I really want. I really want you to put your best self forward and slay as the chicks would say. I want you to slay in your profile picture, at least the first one. And then for the rest of them, and, and listen, this is guys and girls included. Not This is not just for the women or for the men. This is like everyone, universal. The other thing too is a lot of times people will sandwich themselves in between uh, better looking friends that they have in order to try and get some phantom swipes as I call them or some fake swipes. Listen, that's all good and fun, but like you're lying to the people that are looking at your profile and you're confusing them. If you want to put a photo with you and your family member or your friends that happen to be more attractive than you, go for it. But it actually puts you at a negative if you're like broadcasting that you're like the ugly one in your friend group. Um, so, so don't be the frump. Don't be the, the ugly friend and leave those pictures out and, and just focus on yourself if you want people to clearly understand who they're swiping on or liking for Hinge in this case. Now, once you get past the profile pictures, I think in terms of information, there's some key things and guys listen to this closely because it's very important. Put your height in there. Even if you're under six foot, put your height in there. So many women will roll their eyes. They'll say, I will never date someone that's under six feet. And the reality is that is not true for most women. Most women, the average height is like five, three and a half, five, four. If you're five, eight, five, nine, five, ten, short king, there's hope for you. I promise. Just put your height in your profile. And if people don't want to match with you because you're under six feet, whatever, you don't want to be going out with those people anyways, but include your age, include your height. 
I would stay away from like religion or political views. Sure, you want to keep an eye on those if you value those highly personally, but I would stay clear of putting those in your profiles. The reality is, and I'm just going to cut through the noise here, a lot of women think they're liberals. They're actually closer to being somewhere in the middle. And a lot of guys think they're conservatives. They're actually somewhere closer to the middle. So by saying that you're a conservative or that you're liberal, yeah, it might make you feel all cool and empowered. And I know I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers here, but don't include that in your profile. It's just a signal that it's superficial. Even if you believe in those things, it's not worth disqualifying yourself. Save the hard conversations and the the more in-depth topics for in-person later dates where you might be able to charm yourself out of it if that does become a topic of contention. So I would say leave some of that stuff out. The other thing I would include in the information piece is if you work, put that in there. If you're a student, put that in there. I think people generally like to see some positivity or they they take positivity from the notion that like you have a, a profession or you're working towards something. So try to include that. You don't have to be like CEO of entrepreneur or anything like that. Uh, even if you are one, that's great. But like, just be honest and, and put that in because people generally like to know that you're not a, a piece of shit that's just doing nothing every day. So recommend including that. And then the last thing here, which I think is the most critical piece, you know, it's just as important as the photos is the prompts. So I think it's two to three, maybe it's four prompts now. I don't know what Hinge has these days, but you want to include a couple prompts that are fun and interesting that give a little bit about you and your and what you're into, but don't try too hard. Don't try to be too funny. Don't try to be too over the top with some of your answers, too serious even. Like life is fun and romance especially is about being fun and playful. So do your best to make sure that you're curating a profile that's well-rounded and doesn't turn off, you know, the majority of people that are looking at your profile because that's really the name of the game. It's all numbers when we talk about this or, or anything really in life. So give yourself the best chance to collect good numbers. Like you want the most amount of people looking at your profile, sending you likes, and then that gives you choice. It removes you from the scarcity mindset, makes you feel secure knowing that you have some options. And then you can look at those and sort of weed them out based on who looks good, whose profile feels more aligned with you. The other thing too is like, we don't want to go up sharing our deepest, darkest secrets or, you know, giving away everything too much at the beginning. This is a fundamental date to mate philosophy and a big piece of what I teach for curating healthy relationships, especially early on, you want to keep some of the mystery. No one is ever going to know everything about you, but we certainly don't want to know almost everything about about you in the beginning. You know, we want to keep things nice and smooth and progressing and want to have things to talk about. So don't go giving it all away on your profile page or on the first date. Now, After listening to all of that, you should have somewhat of an idea of how to put together a pretty solid profile. And once you have that, now the fun begins. We go out into the world and we say, all right, now who's coming knocking on the door? Who's going to come in and like me? What do I do when I get liked? Should I be liking people? Well, I'm going to keep it very cut and dry for men and for women. I'm going to start with the men first. Men. It is a fundamental truth. No matter how beautiful you are, you are going to have way less success on dating apps than you think. If you're ugly, sorry, you're going to have even harder time. I'm kidding. But like if, if depending on where you are in the range, you should be honest with yourself. Um, even if you're gorgeous, understand that you're going to struggle a little bit in terms of volume. It's We're playing the long game here. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So what I recommend guys do is spend, I don't know, a couple minutes on the app a day. Just check your likes, 
don't send likes to women. And here's why. Do you know how many women get likes? Like literally a guy just needs a pulse and to have an XY chromosome and he will like most of the women that he sees on the app. It's absurd. Like women have so many, so many, so many, so many guys that they have to weed through. Most of them they X out. Even the guys that they accept, they don't fucking answer when you reach out to them. Like it's just the way it is. What I recommend guys do is make your profile, make it awesome, and then just sit back. Check it once a day, check it every other day, and just see what women like you. And if they like you, then when they like your photo or they like your prompt, my recommendation is whenever you get around to it, respond back to them, but don't wait a year or anything like that. You know, later in that day, if they liked you that day or or sometime in the next couple of days, at a reasonable time, reply back and just say, hey, insert whatever their prompt was make a comment on it. Use what the what information they're giving you on their profile as the opening line. It's so easy. Just take one of their prompts and say, hey, I noticed you like dogs. Like, that's awesome. Is that pup yours or is it your family's? Or, you know, maybe they, they might say, I love traveling the world. You'd be like, all right, so where's the next travel spot? Like, those are easy openers. They're, they might seem a little corny, but they're way cornier than how much does a fucking polar bear weigh? I don't know, enough to break the ice. Or, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Like, come on. <laughs> like, if you have ever used any of those, you should have no qualms about using something way more holistic and genuine like someone's prompt. So use the prompt and then do it the exact same way that I would teach texting. You know, have a couple messages back and forth. If she's responsive and she's vibing, then guess what? Ask to set up a date. Be like, yo, this conversation's been great. We've been chatting for a couple minutes or whatever over over the course of, of a few hours. You send a few messages back and forth. Go for the kill, killer. Just be like, hey, this is awesome. Would love to catch you in person if you're down. When are you free to get together? And then let them respond. Let them tell you when they're free. Set up a date. Set up a time, a place. Go on the date. Take it the date to mate way. Go listen to previous podcasts or reach out to me even and I'll help coach you up. But once you get there, you can get on dates. I'm telling you, it's a lot easier than you're giving yourself credit for. So go out there and make it happen. Now, women, the the key component here, my recommendation to you is the opposite. Go on Hinge, use it still 10, 15 minutes a day at max and send out a couple likes. Send out some likes on some photos, on some prompts. The reason why I like it this way is because it gives women the choice. This this uh, duality here or, or this sort of dance is the women that like profiles of guys and they send those out, they're automatically in their brain. They're, they're associating that with higher value. They're making the choice. Something caught your eye or something caught their eye on your profile and now they want to reach out to you. They want to have a conversation. So they like your profile. When they like your profile, that's amazing. Those are women that are likely already viewing you at a higher attraction level and are going to more likely than not go out on a date with you. So that's why I say, let women make that first choice. Let them decide that your profile is acceptable. Because remember, she's going to be getting, the women are going to be getting so many likes from all these fucking trash guys that just want to get in their pants. It will distinguish you when you're the one that's responding to their like. Trust me. I know it's backwards. I know it's going to take a lot longer and you're getting a lot less likes, but like, just do it. And women, if you're mad at me because you're saying that, oh, the guy should be chasing me and the guy should be liking me, be honest with yourself. How many times do guys send you likes and you flat out ignore them or you you have a mutual like you match and then when they reach out to you with some stupid line, you just don't even respond? Exactly. So run with it with this 
sort of approach and just see what happens. Women, send those likes. I, I tend to like photos or prompts. You're in control there. If you've got a good profile and you seem cool and you're not toxic, like the guys that you do like, you're going to have a pretty good hit rate across the board. And then same thing, weed through the guys that you like, the people that responded, who seems to know the date to meet Dr. Dale Way. And if they're cool, set up a date. Now, the last thing I want to cover um, too is sort of the wrap up here is in some cases with online dating, nowadays, unfortunately, guys have created a horrible environment for themselves where they're creepy and potentially give off stalkerish vibes, stuff like that. Women, if you get any sniffing of that, don't go out on a date with them. You're better off or tell someone, friends, family, set up tracking on your iPhone so that when you go on the date, people will know. Um, funny story about that, actually, when I first started dating um, my future wife, basically the first date she told her mom we were going out and when she, her mom was checking on her a couple hours into the date and we were sitting in the harbor in Boston, like by the water. And because of the location and you know how GPS is on the phone, it was showing that she, like her ping was in the ocean, in the harbor. Uh, and she wasn't answering her phone, her mom. So for fucking like three or four hours, it was unknown whether she was, you know, tied to a cinder block in the harbor or if she was you know, on the bench with me watching uh, fish get attacked by seagulls, which was actually what was happening. So um, yeah, just, just a funny notion about, or a note about that. Uh, just do the tracking, but you know, don't, don't get too bent out of shape. If the girl that you're um, helping supervise or whatever is having a good time, she might not answer you. So that's to the parents and the, the uh, loving friends out there that might be listening to that. So the last thing I want to talk about, though, on that topic is sometimes, you know, people, because of that creepy thing that I mentioned, there will be situations where guys um, would benefit from setting up a FaceTime. I offered this as well uh, to Italia. She did not want to do it. That's fine. She just felt comfortable to meet me. She's crazy. I could have been a serial killer. Maybe I am. I have a bunch of Michael Myers masks on the wall. So jury's still out on that, but you know, vet the guys. And if you want to do a FaceTime guys, I would always offer it too. even if the girl declines it politely, like I still think it's a good move, have a little chat or maybe it's just a phone call. Maybe you're, you're not at the level you're a little bit shy and you'd rather do a, a more of a video chat or more of a voice chat than a video one. That's completely cool too. Do whatever is comfortable for you. But I would really, really stress the notion that like that can help you get onto an actual date and it helps be respectful of people's time. So, you know, if you have a conversation with someone via text and it's going well, and then you get on the phone and you find out they're like super awkward or you don't like the sound of their voice, I know that that's petty, but it matters. I mean, it's that voice you're going to be listening to for the rest of your life. It's it, You're actually benefiting a lot and res being respectful of both parties for a lot of reasons if you do that. So I would always offer up a video chat. Girls, if you're feeling like particularly, you know, frisky and you're into it and you want to take the lead on that too, I would recommend it's not just a male or a female thing, but guys, I think if you're having a good conversation, it's always a good opportunity to just throw that in. And that can kind of serve as like your pseudo first date, but don't spend three hours on the chat or on a phone call, spend like 15 to 30 minutes at max and then set up a date on the phone call. So just be like, Hey, that chat was great. Like, when are you free to get together? And then, you know, if she says, oh, great, like I'm free next week or she says, I don't know, let me get back to you, revert back to the date to mate ways and then go there, um, you know, go from there forward and try and set things up. So 
those are my tips and tricks for how to handle dating apps and what goes into the perfect profile. I've had a lot of success um, with helping friends as well as with myself um, doing a lot of these things and putting them into practice. So I highly recommend you get out there, go after it. And in the meantime, I hope that you have a great rest of your day, evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. As always, I appreciate the love and support. You guys are awesome. We're going to keep this train moving. Much love.